Good morning. Welcome to Daily Devotions. I'm Linda Black from South Canyon Lutheran Church. Um, and today I'm reading one of our lectionary texts for this weekend, uh, the first chapter of Philippians, verses 20 through 30. It begins, It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in any way, but that by my speaking with all boldness, Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which I prefer. I am hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents. For them, this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing, for he has graciously granted you the privilege, not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for him as well, since you are having the same struggle that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. A little bit of background first on Paul's letter to the Philippians. We know from the book of Acts that Paul and Timothy and Silas went to the city of Philippi on their second missionary journey where they founded a church. And as Paul says in this letter, um, he regards the members of this congregation with great fondness and he can't wait to see them again. Um, after the people in this congregation find out that Paul is in prison, they write him a letter. And this letter to the Philippians is Paul's response to them. So we know that it is written while he is in prison. So one would expect, because of this imprisonment, that this letter might have a different tone. Um, because he is helpless and he's at the mercy of the Roman Empire. But we find, as we read his words, that there is great joy and freedom in his writing. I think it's because he knows that, as he says, whether in life or death, Christ is with him and he is with Christ. He loves to do Jesus's work, to be God's witness. Now, thanks is a word that we can use with sincere, heartfelt gratitude 
or it can be sarcastic that we give with a grimace. Like, thanks for helping me with dinner. Or thanks a lot for adding one more thing to my long list of things to do today. Now we might expect Paul um, to have that sarcastic kind of thanks to God be just because of his circumstance of being in prison. But it isn't. His thanks to God is sincere and heartfelt. He thanks God for being in prison. He thanks God for being able to do Jesus's work and for being able to suffer doing that work. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't always think of being in prison as a privilege, which is what Paul calls it. And I don't think of helping my neighbor, putting them first as being a privilege. Well, sometimes maybe I do, sometimes maybe you do, but many times it comes with complaining. Now, Paul here is not complaining. He is giving thanks and he's even boasting. In verses 25 and 26, I'm going to read those again. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. The prospect of seeing the, Philipp the Philippians again and being able to boast in Jesus Christ with them gives Paul faith and strength to endure his imprisonment. Now he says in this passage that he would rather die and be in Christ than be in prison. I'm sure he is tired of his imprisonment, but he also knows that there is a lot of work yet to be done for Jesus Christ with the Philippians and for others. But he knows that Christ is exalted in his body in either life or death. And that is his focus. He is focused on his work for Christ and knowing that Christ is with him in that work. Now, when I read through this passage of scripture, I started to think about the world today. And I went to one morning last week when I had been reading the newspaper. I read several different newspapers online. Um, and I set my iPad down and I said to Joel, I can't read anymore. It's too much for me. I am sometimes just tired of it all. I'm tired of reading and talking and hearing about the pandemic. I'm tired of the partisan politics. I'm tired of the hatred spewed on social media. And I'm tired of the loss of life and the destruction from the fires and the hurricanes. It's tiring to always read and hear about that. So in our tiredness, how do we find that joy and that freedom that Paul found 
that we can hear in his words. I think just like Paul, we have to remain focused on Christ, knowing that God is in our midst, calling us to do work here in our church, in Rapid City, and in the world. And what we can do is answer that call by serving and hopefully many times in joy when we can and knowing that Christ too is in our life. Let us pray. Creator God, we thank you for so many things. You have blessed our lives in so many different ways, but we thank you mostly for giving and sending Jesus Christ to live and die for us and for our salvation. It is, it is truly something that we can look forward to. But we know that your work continues here on earth and that we are here to carry it out. Be with us as we are tired and weary of things happening in this world to continue to do what it is you are calling us to do, to be your servants. Give us that strength to carry out your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a good weekend, everyone.